Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 188 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Wednesday of bets, also known as, so you don't have to check your calendar for the first time here today, December the 22nd in the year 2021. Can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner today, but before we dive into an absolutely loaded midweek show, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping like the wise words podcast today at 12 p.m central standard time immediately following the talking the line podcast or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms uh, maybe facebook or twitter make sure you hit that like button that follow button there so you never miss any of our social content or or if you're listening to the show, that's right, we have audio versions available too on your favorite podcast directory. Make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already, as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docket, you could be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so. Go ahead after you hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, go ahead, leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat. If you are watching live, maybe hit that share button. Send it on over to you, your friends, your enemies, your brothers, your sisters, your aunts, your uncles, your neighbors, maybe people who live on the opposite side of the world as you, but you would refer to as a good old ticket cashing degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL pod. And uh, we cannot tell you how much we appreciate when you do all the things because it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and all of our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 188, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host Colton, Captain Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by on this beautiful December 22nd, 2021, hang out with me and all our mags, you know, talk some shit, get into some nonsense, but most importantly, 
dish out some picks, some insights analysis, and have a couple of trips to the pay window. I think we got a full day of ticket cashing ahead of us, but before we can get into all that ticket cashing, there's one final duty I need to complete. I need to bring in that aforementioned man that you know, man that you know as Armax. You know him also around here as a myth and as a degenerate gambling legend of sorts, but you also know him around these parts, and you must not ever forget around this time of the year, he is the TTL Crew's resident cheese head of all cheese heads, Mr. Riley. R. Max. Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely spectacular. One day closer to the holiday season, my man. I mean, we've got action on action today. We had action on action yesterday. You said I'm fine, but if I look a half a tick, uh, half a tick darker, it's because the light in this room that I'm in just went out, or one of the two lights just went out, and uh, I couldn't reach it. Need a bigger step stool, so uh, I don't know if I need to make a trip somewhere to do that. Because mm. aside from potentially breaking my damn neck, I don't know how I'm gonna get this one oh. fixed. I see, I see. Uh, no, you don't look uh, too much darker than you normally do. Don't look uh, too shabby on your end of things. I can still see you pretty crystal clear. Fair enough. Uh, you got a couple of these uh, bad boys, though, the lights that I got up in here as well. You might want to think about maybe putting those maybe. up in front of you next next show. Hey. Maybe we have an entirely new improvement. We see a whole new version of our Maxes. I think you look the same as you have. Well, thanks. But you still look absolutely gorgeous, regardless of what you think over there, partner. Uh, loving uh, the vibes you're bringing today, my friend. Uh, we have an absolutely loaded Wednesday. We got to uh, our job as content creators, our job as uh, the degenerate goofballs that we are. We must uh, provide the good vibes for the folks that are stopping by today. So here now for going forward the next hour, hour and a half, I don't know however long we're going, nothing but positivity, motivation, inspiration, laughs, good vibe, everything all-encompassing, here it comes. Okay. So first things first, we're a full transparency show. There's going to be just a tad bit of negativity here, okay? I, I got to get that out of the way. That's why I wanted to say how positive it was going to be today because there's just, <laughs> just a little bit of negativity coming your, uh, from me, not from my partner, but uh, I do believe I'm going to get back on the track that he so uh, kindly found himself on yesterday. So without further ado, my friends, the TTL Crew's best bets of the day from December the 21st, 2021 are now live on your screen. Partner had a clean sweep uh mr magnuson right off the bat three and oh what uh what are you feeling from your picks there uh i mean hey i mean i uh that tcu game was a no sweater man felt good uh, a couple swack teams in action today that i wanted to fade but not quite the same spot as yesterday i was a little concerned as the game was going on about that rams game it was ended up being a lot closer than i was <laughs> expecting i was expecting him to put the hammer down on offense man but yep. uh still got the job done so i'm feeling pretty good over here today most definitely, my friend. Uh, two and three day for me. I got a bone to pick with Jacksonville. Um, Marshall was kind of a homer play. I thought they were going to get right. They got stomped from the jump. 30-point loss. I think I'm done with them for a while. And uh, Xavier. Xavier, Ugh. my man. Um, I got a serious bone to pick there because they were up at halftime. 38 
to uh, 30. Uh, that was the uh, that was the first first half. They were up at halftime, and then uh, sorry, I was fucking around with the cable here. And then <laughs> I mean, had too much shit going on. <laughs> had fucking camera issues going on this morning. That's why oh. we were a little late. All over the fucking map. But they were up at halftime, 38 to 30. And then with six minutes left in the game, they were up 51 to 48. Last six minutes of the game. Villanova went on a 20 to 7 run and they won the game 71 or they were down by a bucket. They won the game 71 to uh 57 was the final score. So Ugh, we had it ugly. for 34 minutes. We were on the right side. Everything looked beautiful, everything looked good and they couldn't keep it within 6 and 20 points in the final 6 minutes. Absolutely just and just stick it Cut in. Punchers. And fucking rip the knife out of my heart. But uh, Utah Valley, no sweat cover. Davidson, no sweat cover. Both of those games were really solid. Uh, a couple but, outright wins, I believe. Yeah, right? yeah, they were. I was hoping we could get a fucking three and two day. It doesn't matter either way. Yeah. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. But what I am trying to toot is that we got the two for Tuesday parlay oh, to the pay window, baby. San Diego State started off slow. Aztecs looked yeah. rough, and then they came steaming, steaming <laughs> down the tracks. I, Easy money. I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch the beginning of the game. It was still during the NFL games, and then I watched the second half. I saw a tweet from somebody that I respect as it was seven nothing, so it was a little bit of an overreaction. But talking about how nobody was showing up, including the punter that I was so, uh, you know, so boisterous about talking about how he's the greatest punter in college history, and I was like, no Lose way, no way did I, mo- I, I would be the first person in the history of this industry to mush a punter in any, <laughs> in any football game. But alas, the Aztecs got it done. You almost did, and then uh, old Rick Pitino's Iona oh, Gales, yeah. easy cover on the six and a half. I think they ended up winning it by 10 or 11. Uh, Moneyline Dice, go back cold. Jeez. So once again, we go hot as a crew. Uh, overall, five and three on the day if you bet us across the board, and uh, the Moneyline Dice go cold. So I say again, much like I said yesterday, I wish there was a world in which the crew gets hot mm-hmm. and the dice get hot at the exact same time. It never seems to happen. But I digress. There you go. There you have it. Tuesday's best bets of the day from the TTL crew. Um, hey, yeah, you said it. One day closer so far, to I mean, uh, the biggest day of the year. Merry Christmas, everybody, early. We'll have uh, we'll talk about it a little later on in the second half of the show, but uh, we'll have a little bit of uh, maybe Christmas spectacular action going on tomorrow. But so far, what were you saying? Untake the bit. No, as Sorry, far sir. as... The last week and a half or so, as far as the Moneyline Dice, if I say something about liking their play, it hasn't been good. If I say something as far as the Dice are in fade territory, that's when they've been hot. I I, I don't know if I, I just need to shut the hell up during these uh, Moneyline Dice segments then, or what, man. Yeah, yeah maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe now you got them all types of confused because they are live know. here on set. Maybe sorry, I need dice. to keep them away. Hey, sorry, Dice. It's all right. Um, Let's see here. Today's show. Uh, wrapping up the intro, I am a poet, and I didn't even know it. Uh, we got our mags, best bets of the day. You got uh, two college basketball plays to dish out, partner? Okie dokie. I got four college basketball plays, um, three low total uh, underdogs, and one semi-bigger total underdog. And then going to the college football matchup today, bowl game, the Lockheed Martin Armed For- Forces Bowl. Uh, between Missouri and Army. So stick around for all of those. Uh, In total, we got seven best bets to dish out for you today. Then we got the Wednesday Warrior. As always, double special play on Wednesday. We'll also have the Wednesday Parlay pop-off, paying out at plus 595 odds, my friends. After we uh, go through all that, break all that nonsense down, we'll uh, recap it all for you so you can get it hammered in on your favorite sports book. Dive into the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day, the aforementioned Dice. They got their eyes set on a college basketball matchup that seems a little fishy. 
And then we'll dive into the second half of the show. Uh, started off our max sidebar, obviously, as per usual. Then uh, that'll lead into a few rabbit holes, as it always does. We'll give out some daily leans. I got a handful here written down on the old, uh, old sheet. Really wanted a couple of these teams, but I didn't want to get too risque, if you will. Fair and uh, outside of that, maybe we end up hammering them in live on the show. Who knows? And outside of that, uh, we'll talk about wise words. That's dropping uh, for the second shameless free shame free plug of the day uh wise words pod season two episode number five dropping today 12 p.m central standard time we'll talk about that uh we'll talk about some other of our content maybe what we're doing tomorrow for the ttl cruise christmas spectacular here comes santa claus here comes santa claus riding down santa claus lane maybe we just do a bunch of fucking sing-alongs and we don't complain what do you say mags it's fucking christmas i'll come down the fucking tree no okay all right not well a big, uh, not a big sing-along guy. not a big sing-along be, guy. not gonna be a scrooge or uh, christmas dude it's christmas come on come hey, on i'm not a hater of christmas i'm all right, uh, maybe maybe hmm. i start off tomorrow's show singing some solid ass song i don't know who okay. who knows who's what's to who's say to but say? that'll all come in the second half of the show right here right now partner unless you have anything left in that big old brain of yours to dish out before we get into today's show uh i think i'm ready to get on with it yeah i'm ready to rock Okay, well, one final uh, bit here. Please raise your glasses to me, to you over there, good sir, and all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Wednesday of bets. Take your sip, regardless of the time of day it is. We do not judge, and I'll be right back. No judgments at all. Wow! Mm. Hell. This kid to my left wasn't sipping a damn drop of coffee not even three months ago, and now all of a sudden he's sipping a whole pot at six in the evening. I absolutely love it. All I got to say right now, though, is we'll get into that later. But for now, cut the nonsense, quit the drama, and cut the banter that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You came here to the TTL pod for the Stone Cold Locks Picks Insights Analysis a few rabbit holes along the way, but most importantly, running tickets to the pay window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, my friends, it's time to get into the first half of the show, get a little serious, as serious as the TTL crew can get, <laughs> with the first segment of the day, my partner, Riley, our mags, Magnuson's best bets of the day, partner, two college basketball plays to give the kind folks joining us here on today's show. I see another clean sweep coming from you, putting it out in the world. Let it rip. Let them have it. And as per usual, you have the floor. All righty, partner. I am going to the big matchup of the damn day, Ooh, potentially bye -bye. of the week, my friend. I am Ooh. going to... Arizona and Tennessee. This one is in Knoxville. And I am taking the home favorite, the number 19 team in the land, Tennessee Volunteers, minus two. It has actually dropped down to one partner. Uh, but I am not really concerned about that at all. Oh. I do believe that is some fishy line movement. Um, I do believe this Arizona Wild uh, Wildcats team, the number six team, undefeated the old team. Tats. Yeah, number six team, <laughs> undefeated team. I think they're a trap today, partner. Um, and I think with that line movement, it's uh, kind of enticing people to be uh, or come into that trap even more, trying to buy into that line movement or just respecting the um, 
uh, massive, massive amounts of money that is coming on the Wildcats. Most I do believe this Tennessee team, the number two adjusted defensive efficiency team in the entire country, is going to have enough. Arizona is a solid defensive team in their own right, but Arizona, uh, Tennessee, number two in the damn land. I think that uh, defense is going to have enough to neutralize this Arizona team. Uh, 21st effective field goal percentage allowed is the Tennessee Volunteers. I think it's going to offset that offense. There's not. I have some trends here, partner, and a little bit of a narrative busting uh, type stuff here. Um, because as far as there's no glaring stuff really, aside from this fantastic defense, it's not really any glaring stuff that Arizona's weakness is going to be. Uh, Tennessee's strength is going to exploit it, and vice versa. Arizona's uh, or Tennessee's weaknesses won't be exploited by Arizona's. Uh, uh, strengths I don't think or I think this is going to be a tight tight game and I think Tennessee gets it done uh, some of the narrative that I was talking about as far as narrative busting that I've seen uh, is that Tennessee their two toughest games that they've played have been losses to Villanova and Texas Tech I call fishy on a couple on both of those actually they did get a nice win against UNC despite UNC getting absolutely destroyed by Kentucky that's just a bad matchup for UNC uh, Tennessee did take care of UNC but as far as that Villanova game that was first week and a half or so of the season I'm kind of throwing that in the trash as far as the first couple of weeks of the season for any team um, Villanova was lighting the world on fire from behind the arc to start the season they have since cooled down I think Tennessee would roll through them right now uh, right now if they played again same thing with that Tennessee-Texas Tech game. We've mentioned on the show, partner, that game at Madison Square Garden was uh, just a bizarro, weird. The basket was about as big as my hands. Nobody could put the ball in the hoop. It was Both teams were good defensively, but it was just inexplicably bad uh, offensive shooting. Guys were slipping as they were going for fast break. It was one of those games that were laughable as far as how uh, unable – the two teams were able to put the ball in the basket. Again, if they played again, I think Tennessee would absolutely roll through them. Uh, and as far as Arizona, they did go in and beat a really good Illinois team in Champaign. That is a really nice win, and that's kind of what people are comparing oh, this Tennessee. Oh, oh, I and I, and unfortunately our boys didn't get that win. But I do see a lot of people comparing this Tennessee uh, environment and team to Illinois, and A, it's a completely different matchup, first of all. But B, that game, as, as nice of a win as it, as it was, I'm not trying to take it away from them. It's not like they came in and absolutely dominated. It was a really, really good game, and Arizona just had a little bit more gas in the tank at the end of the game. And I don't think that's what we see from Tennessee today. They are a really, really damn t good team uh, and a fantastic defensive team. Uh, but as far as some trends, partner, Arizona 6-13-1, last 20 as an underdog. Excuse me, when you put them in, in the underdog spot, it tends to be a little bit of a trap. Uh, and Tennessee, 4-1, and one, last five as a favorite. Tennessee, 4-1, and one, ATS last five versus a team with a winning record. So I think they've got the action to get it done today on the defensive end of the floor and enough offense uh, in every which way. A lot of uh, action in the paint for the most part, but I think they're going to be able to knock down some threes in this game today. So for my first bet of the day, partner, give me the Volunteers, minus two. I absolutely love it. Uh, the one... The one point that I would have said with anything, um, and you kind of close it there, which uh, volunteers are able to knock down some solid threes, and I think that's what they do yeah. uh, get done today, is actually the Wildcats are a taller team than Tennessee. Tennessee typically leans on their height against a lot of teams, but the Wildcats have a extremely tall team. But if they can keep it out of the paint and uh, keep their points coming from beyond the arc, sign me up. Also, one thing you said, it is not – apples to apples in college mm -hmm. basketball my friend the worst thing that you can do when trying to handicap college yes. basketball is trying to compare one team to a previous uh team because they played xyz team see how confusing that even sounds as i'm just saying it like that it's the worst yep. thing that you can do 
Team A, Team B, and Team C are completely different. You do not ever want to bet because Team A and C have played. Oh, now B and C are playing. It's got to be the same way. No way. I love your insights, your analysis on that, partner. I would be on your side, but I regret to uh, inform you that I didn't want to do a showdown today, so I'm going to stay away. I was going to have the cats, but I saw you were on them. I didn't want to showdown. I wasn't that confident. I do believe you're on the right side, but uh, as to not piss anybody off, i.e. a few of the uh, gambling gods or whoever the hell makes uh, the rules here in this uh, fine game we play, I'm going to stay on the sidelines for uh, this matchup between the Wildcats and your best bet of the day, the Tennessee State. No, just Tennessee Volunteers, minus two. Minus one and a half some books now, but he's fine with that as well. One thing I was going to add, partner, as far as on top of not uh, the apples to oranges debate, don't look at specifically the rankings as far as this is the number six team and this is the number 19 team. A, I would argue that Tennessee's probably a top 10 team, uh, but even beyond that, uh, just the perception of those rankings is going to get you in a mess if that's what you're trying to handicap those games as, as well. Most definitely, especially when you see a lower-ranking uh, team as the underdog. I know you like to play that spot, but uh, there definitely is a lot to that. So yep. there you go. There you have it, my friends. Armax first best bet of the day. You missed anything. We'll recap it uh, here at the end of the first half of the show. Partner, keep it moving. Keep this proverbial podcast train steaming down the tracks. Your second best bet of the day. All right, partner. Number two, I really like this one a lot. I like this one even better. Yeah, the uh, random sides here has got us messed up, but... Uh, this one, I am going Wyoming and Stanford. This is in the beautiful state of Hawaii, my friend, on a neutral floor. Hawaii. I am going Wyoming over Stanford, plus one and a half uh, on the spread. Go ahead. Uh, this is the start of the Diamond Head Classic uh, for all of you. I, co- I have a couple plays out of this as well. For all of you uh, non-super uh, into college basketball fans, sure. please, I digress. Partner, no, continue with you. your, uh, now you're even bigger old brain. Holy cow, all of the <laughs> insights and al- analysis inside of that thing. Please continue. Yeah, thank you. I was not uh, going to mention that until I forgot the name of that one. But yeah, gotcha. this one is in Hawaii, my friends. And this is just a flat-out bad matchup for this Stanford Trees team, my friend. And not to mention, Wyoming is a really damn good team. Uh, Stanford coming in 100 and, uh, number 151 in effective field goal percentage on offense. Wyoming's coming in 26th on the defensive end in that category. And on offense, Wyoming's coming in as the 32nd uh, best team effective field goal percentage on offense. Stanford's coming in at 283 on defense. Uh, From the three-point line, Wyoming might be able to knock down some threes in this one, partner. 52nd in three-point percentage. Stanford 269th defensively in three-point percentage. Uh, And on offense, Stanford isn't going to be able to keep up if Wyoming is pouring in those threes. 179th in three-point percentage to Wyoming's 49th defense. Defensively, I think this is just a brutal matchup on both ends of the floor for Stanford in this one, partner. And I mentioned Wyoming's a damn good team. Already took care of another Pac-12 team that I would actually put a little bit better than Stanford in Washington. Not apples to oranges, but I I think Washington is kind of head and shoulders above Stanford, if I'm being totally honest. Wyoming also took care of a really solid Grand Canyon Antelopes team partner, and their only straight-up loss on the season is the Arizona team that I just talked about uh, that is obviously outmatching this Wyoming team, and that is their only straight-up loss on the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Stanford has had a few scuffles here and there, but Wyoming partner have got a lot of awesome trends that I like in this one as well. Wyoming 7-0 ATS last seven neutral site games. This one is in Hawaii, as I mentioned. Uh, 5-1 ATS last six games versus a team with a winning record. 27-1 last 28 following a straight-up win. And 20-8 last 28 ATS as uh, as an underdog. Uh, 
and stand for two and five ATS last seven as a neutral favorite. So a little a little specific, but neutral floor favorite two and seven ATS last seven, two five and one ATS last eight versus a team with a winning record. Uh, this one's for you, partner. You'll like one and four ATS last five on Wednesday, Let's one and go. five ATS last six following a straight up loss, and one and eight mm. last uh, one and eight late ATS last nine as a favorite. So in these spots where they're playing a non-Pac-12 opponent, lower conference team, and they're typically listed as the favorite, and they typically lose these games, I think they're going to lose this game outright. I got them at plus one and a half because the difference between in odds between plus one and a half and uh, the money line wasn't enough to get me sided to the money line. I like that extra point and a half backing at minus 110 as opposed to plus 100 on the money line. The last time I saw it might be a little different now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be more than happy taking this one up to minus one and a half, though, in my uh, in Wyoming's favor. They are an undervalued team. Stanford is an overvalued team. Wyoming's a complete mismatch for the Stanford Trees team. So give me the Cowboys of Wyoming at plus one and a half partner for my second and last best bet of the day. I got nothing else I could add, man. Uh, the, only, the way you close it is the only way that I could close it is that the uh, old trees are a little bit overvalued. Actually, a lot of bit overvalued in this spot. And uh, that's what really stuck out to me throughout your entire analysis. So I'm on the I'm on the board. I'm in the boat. Whatever you want to say, I absolutely love it. Your second best bet of the day, Wyoming Cowboys. Yeehaw! Plus one and a half on the spread. Okay. Uh, partner, anything else in regards to your best bets of the day that you need to dish out, deliberate about, or uh, banter about? No, sir. That's all I got it, uh, on these two today. Okie dokie, artichoke. As per usual, my friends, if you are backing our mag's best bets of the day, make sure that you play them for one unit, whatever your one unit is. Be who you can afford to be. As per usual, shout out uh, the legendary Pat McAfee for that uh, wonderful saying. I'm sure that's not from him. I'm sure he got it from somewhere else, but that's where the hell yeah. I have been utilizing it from. I digress. Um, our mag's best bets of the day are now in the book for December the 22nd, 2021. Let's keep it moving. My best bets of the day. Okay, my friends, we will uh, start on the college basketball hardwood because I think these bad boys are going to start moving here sometime soon. So first matchup, we are going to, we are going to the game between the Towson Tigers and the Navy Midshipmen. And if I can get my uh, my old cellular device to work in my phone. Fa- oh, we got a Hartford and Sacred Heart game going I was on actually, right I didn't now. want to interrupt you. Holy I was going to wait until after to see if we had any thoughts on that one. Son, that is the mid-major king. Come on here now. What are we talking about? Oh, I absolutely love it. Hold on. I am about to lose my mind because I got <laughs> the app up. We're good to go. Towson Tigers plus two and a half is what I locked them in at. Yep. It looks like now across the market plus one and a half. Hold them pretty firm. Uh, even down to plus one on some spots. Would not be surprised to see it uh, flip. Either way, would uh, hurry and get to it and scoop up the plus two and a half, plus one and a half. Nobody knows who Towson is, really, my friends. And uh, everybody's going to look at Navy and say, oh, this is a side to back. They're the bigger school. They're the team with the brand name. But so far this year, Towson has been damn good. And uh, there's a couple key things that stick out uh, that I'll tell you about here in a minute. But I think you guys need to get familiar with Towson. Uh, nobody's talking about them, but they are 8-4 and four straight up, 10-2 and 
and two against the number so far this year. Three and two straight up on the road, but they've been undervalued time and time again. Five and zero oh against the number. Navy seven and three straight up, six and three against uh, the number so far this year. Being overvalued on their home hardwood, I do believe two and one straight up, one and one against the number. That's because they played a lot of low-level opponents who do not match up at all against this Towson Tigers team, who's actually uh, took the old Ohio State Buckeyes down to the wire. This is going to be an offensive game, my friends. First to uh, 70 wins it, and this is where Towson's edge lies. They're averaging 73.1 points per game. They're 80th in AOE, again, adjusted offensive efficiency, 116th in effective field goal percent. Uh, percent 181st in two-point percentage per Ken Palm 63rd in three-point percentage I'll come back to that in 27th in free throw percentage per Ken Palm I really think the three-point percentage is going to be the difference uh, Towson's ability to shoot the three ball with a simple comparison to Navy 67 points per game for them 188th in AOE so almost a hun- hundred points different actually more than a hundred points different 217th in effective field goal again a hundred points of difference 90th in two-point percentage okay wonderful great they're a little bit better there but 217th in three-point percentage that is almost 200 spots worse than what 150 than what uh, Towson is from beyond the arc I love Towson to pour them in and when it gets to be too much for Navy they just will not be able to counter it with any three balls of their own they're also 180th from the charity stripe per Ken Palm rebounds are going to be a big thing for me too partner you know I love teams that can clean up the glass and boy can the Tigers do it 20th on the offensive boards 48th on the defensive boards per Ken Palm Navy 170th on the offensive side 65th on the defensive side I'm not worried about that whatsoever I think Towson cleans up the boards every single day of the week and 15 times on Sunday but there's one other spot and it's the turnovers my friends if anybody's going to be coughing up the rock it ain't gonna be the Tigers they're 93rd in offensive turnover percent Going up against Navy, who is 292nd. 200 spots worse. Okay, 199. I rounded up. My fault. Either way, if anybody's coughing up the rock, you can easily see there it is not going to be the Tigers. I think they win the rebounding battle. I think they win the turnover battle. They win the hustle stats, and that allows them to cover and potentially win this game outright if I'm a betting man and if I've ever seen any line movement before. But you don't believe me? Believe the trends. For my first one of the day, the Towson Tigers. 4-0 ATS last four overall. 6-0 ATS last six road games. Again, undervalued. 5-1 ATS last six following a straight-up win. 7-1 ATS last eight following an ATS win. Not a letdown team. And 7-0 ATS their last seven versus a team with a straight-up winning record they are a wagon they are being undervalued do not sleep on the opportunity to cash this ticket first best bet of the day from your boy mid-major king has entered the chat the towson tigers plus two and a half fine with the drop down to plus one and a half or wherever the hell it goes i like a partner biggest thing that i like is honestly their success away from home in this one uh six and oh against the number on the road man so i'll let you keep going because i don't know this one's in your realm i mean i've been following along with you as far as towson but i have not got a chance to watch too much of them except for maybe that ohio state game so remember take this one go ahead excuse me didn't mean to do that right in the mic remember if you will it's a couple times I even admitted to you, partner, I wanted to take Towson today, but I didn't think they were valuable. I'm going to stay away, and they ended up losing. And the times we've gone to them, they've cashed. Yep. Who am I? What do I know? <laughs> I track my bets. Maybe I don't. Who the hell am I? All I know is I'm taking the Towson Tigers on hey. the spread today. 
one of their two ATS losses is the old uh, Monmouth. Uh, I'm blanking on their nickname, Hawks, but baby. The, uh, train Hawks, that uh, is the Monmouth Hawks. So. Absolutely. I wanted to take them today, but uh, it opened up at four. And a, I digress. We'll talk about that a little later. I'll be here for a year talking about the Hawks. It's not one of my plays. I'm staying away. Maybe in the <laughs> lean portion, second half of the show. But speaking of second. Best bet number two coming from your boy today. This might quite possibly, I like all of these really equally today. Uh, yeah, I love all of these so much. This this might be one of my favorites, though. I, I'd put it pretty doggone high out of the four. So, go to the matchup. Liberty Flames, UNI Panthers. This actually is a game on the uh, Diamond Head Classic Tournament. So... Don't have to worry about any home court advantage, yada, yada, yada. So we'll skip all of that. But I am taking the Liberty Flames plus two and a half. Partner, you got uh, any line movement over there? Looks like two, two and a half still. Two, two and a half still. Okay, and I'm fine with that. Um, There is a couple of things as why I really like this. I'll tell you about here in just a second. But Liberty, uh, they started off pretty doggone slow, um, even straight up and against the number. But they're really starting to find themselves now. Seven and four straight up, three and six against the number. They've covered most recently, so just relax on that because you and I, four and five straight up, two and six against the number. They are inconsistent as all hell, and they are going back to the nonsense that has been the Panthers team all of. 2021 so far it is not the same team it's been over the course of the past few years we've talked about it on this exact show time and time again my friends and I think it is a huge letdown spot for them but I'll talk about that here in just a minute now a couple of key stats uh that I think you guys need to be aware of I think Liberty's defense is going to be way too much for you and I and in contrast I think you and I's defense is not going to have enough to slow down Liberty Liberty is seventh in the nation in points per game allowed 55 points three average 97th and ADE 59th in opponent effective field goal percent they're 112th in turnover percent and fifth in two point percentage per Ken Palm again I think that that defense is going to be way too much for uh, you and I here because you and I uh, I don't think they're going to be able to get enough stops of their own and they're not going to be able to depend on anything 67.9 points per game allowed 119th in ADE 266th in opponent effective field goal percentage they're 349th in turnover percentage so if anybody's winning the turnover battle it's obviously going to be the flames and they are 278th in two point percentage per Ken Palm so it's going to be a defensive battle Liberty's going to win that no question in my mind and there's also another thing uh, partner you played Liberty against ECU who's not a super fast paced team but they play similarly paced to you and I you and I 245th in the nation in tempo Liberty really extended out that defense especially in the full court, really made that trap look strong against ECU. And I think they do the exact same thing against UNI. 342nd in tempo. I think they really slow them down. They're a little bit faster on defense, um, but that's just them getting turnovers. I think they win that all day long. Now, I mentioned huge letdown spot for you and I against Marshall, my friends. And that is what, or uh, after coming off this win against Marshall, it was huge. It was in West Virginia. That's where Marshall College is, if you don't know. Uh, and they, they absolutely came out of their socks. Everybody lost their mind. And now all of a sudden, wow, they need to be favored. Well, I looked a little bit deeper into it. Per ESPN, who doesn't give out odds, you know, they're sure. just a outright straight up winning, you know, the worldwide leader. Right. You know what they do. chance of Liberty to win this game as a a two-and-a-half-point underdog. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I'll take all two-and-a-half points with the Flames. You don't believe me on all of that? 
check out some trends. Liberty 5-1 ATS last six Wednesday games. 5-0 ATS last five Wednesday games played away from their home hardwood in any capacity. Partner, you and I. 8-23-1 ATS last 32 overall. 1-7 ATS last 8 following an ATS win. Can you say let down spot? You and I, 0-6 ATS last 6 as a favorite. 0-6 ATS last 6 neutral site games as a favorite. 0-5 ATS last 5 neutral site games overall. And 0-6 and ATS, I simply cannot let this slide. Last 6 Wednesday game. Can you say case of the midweek blues for the Panthers? I sure can, and I believe that's what we see here today, and the Flames absolutely roll. So give me the plus two, two and a half. I caught it at two and a half for my second best bet of the day with the Liberty Flames. I absolutely love it, dude. I am with you on this one 100%. You mentioned that letdown spot. After that win against Marshall, not only that, but that win against Marshall doesn't look as uh, hot as it did after what Marshall did last night as well. You mentioned at the my top apologies. of the show, my friend. My apologies. Uh, nonetheless, wasn't trying to do that. I think you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to do here. But no, I know you're, yeah. Uh, but even you and I, man, uh, you know, when we were at, at ISU in the Missouri Valley at college, you and I was fantastic. Sick. And they had some really solid tournament teams. They had some dark horse teams as far as mm. the nation is concerned. And because of that, they've just been kind of romanticized and overvalued. And I'm not saying you can blindly fade them necessarily, but almost every time their line is going to be at least a little overinflated just by some public perception, man. And I'm certainly not, you're not even blindly fading them by any means today. And I know you're not, all right, you know, I'm not saying that about because I really like Liberty too as much as you do, man. Took them on Saturday. I think they're a really damn good team. 69.5% chance to win per ESPN as the underdog. Okay, I'm in. Third best bet coming from me today, my friends, going to the matchup between the St. Thomas Tommies and the Denver, holy cow, I think Pioneers. Pioneers, okay, I didn't write them down, you obviously know where the hell I'm going, we're going back to the Tommies, boys, it's that time once again, I told you, hey, you don't, you ain't gonna know about this team, they're just this random D1 team that's popped up, I got my eye on them, I'm watching some things, There's not going to be many spots we can back them, but there's going to be a streak here very soon where they start playing their shit-ass non-conference schedule that we are going to be able to back them when they're going to be undervalued. And today is one of those days, my friends. We are taking the Tommies at plus 2.5 is what I caught them at. Um, I do believe that uh, it's right around the same uh, number there, partner. Yeah, it looks like it's sticking right there. Okay, perfect. I love that. Um, But they did cover for us on Monday, in case you guys weren't here for that. They covered for us on Monday, and I think they covered for us on Wednesday. Let's go. couple of key reasons as to why. They're now 6-6 and straight up, but 7-3 and against the number overall. They might have beat 2-5 and uh, straight up on the road, but they're 5-2 and ATS on the road. They've been really solid against the number away from their home hardwood. Where Denver, sure, they've been solid at home, 3-2 and straight up, 3-0 and ATS, but... Go ahead and back a team that's played Regis University, Ottawa University, Houston Baptist. Whoa, they covered against them. Yeehaw. UCSD, as of late, has kind of been scuffling after an early season hot start and covered against WIU in overtime as eight-point dogs. I mean, wonderful. The Leathernecks ain't that great. So I'm not buying none of this, and St. Thomas is coming out of the woodwork ready to rock and roll. My opinion, both defenses suck. Not really my opinion at all. It's point-blank facts. So I think we're going to see an offensive game. This is obviously where St. Tommy's uh, holds the edge. There's really no edge at all in defense. Point-blank period. They both suck. They're both bad, bad, bad. But offensively, 
St. Thomas has been showing up 97th in AOE, 29th in effective field goal percentage, 45 and a half from the floor, 40.3 from beyond the arc, partner. That's eighth in the nation from beyond the arc, three-point range, 40.3. I think that's the difference maker. I'll tell you about Denver in a second. But uh, St. Thomas is also 72.3% from the charity stripe. That is 79th in the nation per Ken Palm. Simple comparison to Denver, my friend. You will say, okay, I'm in. <laughs> Denver, 327th in AOE, 132nd in effective field goal percent. They only shoot 44.8 from the floor, 34.4 from beyond the three-point arc, and they only shoot 66.8% from the charity stripe. That's 269th per Ken Palm. But you don't like all of that stuff. How about the turnovers and the rebounds? If anybody's winning this battle, it's going to be St. Thomas because they are fifth in offensive turnovers per Ken Palm in the nation. They value their possessions, whereas Denver, the Pioneers, 262nd in the nation. They cough up the ball an awful lot outside of the top 250, but a team that I think uh, is also going to win the rebounding battle is St. Thomas. They're not spectacular, but they're a lot better than Denver across the board. 330th on the offensive uh, glass, so that's a little bit of a hard one, but 117th on the defensive glass. Denver, 297th, so not crazy on the offensive uh, rebounding side, so they are better, but it's not like, oh my gosh, they're inside the top 100 or, or whatever. 189th uh, in defensive rebounding percent. So once again, St. Tommy's just a little bit better. I think their experience allows them to uh, really dictate this game. 15th in the nation compared to Denver's 302nd. And I looked into ESPN once again, partner, and uh, and all you out there, the Tommies is a two and a half point dog. 52.5% chance to win this game outright. So I love that. I love all of that nonsense I just gave you guys. But you don't believe me? Just believe the trends. St. Thomas, 4-0 ATS, last four versus a team with a losing straight-up record. They show up and show out regardless of the opponent. 6-2 ATS, last eight as a dog. 5-1 ATS, last six road games. Combine them together, 4-1 ATS, last five as a road dog. They're also 4-1 ATS, last five following a straight-up win. No letdown spot here, my friend, because Denver, 2-5 ATS, their last seven as a favorite overall. And 2-5 ATS, their last seven on their home hardwood give me all the tommies we can back them now baby on the spread plus two and a half for my third best college basketball bet of the day i like it my man you're turning me on to the tommies for sure other thing that i like i gotta you just gl- i gotta figure out like if they have a fight song or some shit not to oh, yeah. totally Tommy, cut Tommy, it so Tommy. i can yes yeah, so, 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 <laughs> like you know i got quake them for the for the old yeah. p- pencil well, you I, could I just adopt uh for the uh, Ryder Cup, whenever they're in Europe, they always have, for Tommy Fleetwood, they always have this goofy, like, Tommy Fleetwood chant, chant like, Tommy, 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 something like that. Tommy, so, Tommy, yeah, but I'll figure something What out. I was going to say, um, if you just glance at this game, you look at Denver, oh, eight and four to the number, that, that's pretty interesting, but then you dive into it. I mean, I, I'm glad you kind of turned us on to this game, because Denver might be a team that we could back yeah, as far as eight or more underdogs, but... They've only been a favorite twice, one and one ATS as a favorite man, and uh, UT or UST has been in this spot many times, so I like it quite a bit, dude. There you go, Papa. I'm glad you uh, wrapped it up with a couple of things I didn't seem to mention there. As per usual, why we work as a team, good sir. You always have the perfect little cherry on top of my proverbial analytical Sunday. Speaking of analytical Sundays, how about one more from the college basketball variety? Uh, going to the matchup between the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders and the Chattanooga Mox. 
My friends, it pains me to do it, but I think they're just a little bit too far overvalued and the opponent has cashed a lot of tickets for us on this here show. So we're going back to the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders plus eight and a half down from nine and a half at open across the market, my friends. Blue Raiders are still hot. Hot, 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 hot. Capital H-O-T, left, right, and center. And the mocks, we can still back them, but in an underdog role and not an eight and a half, nine and a half double-digit favorite. It's just not something they're going to do. And they're a public darling, if especially if they see them as a big, uh, high-spread favorite like this. All the public is going to run to them. Oh, they're going to crush Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee has been staying in with some damn good teams. They're 9-3 and three straight up, 8-1-1 one one ATS so far this season. 1-3 and three straight up on the road, but 3-1 and one against the number. They covered against Old Miss, UT Martin, Murray State, and they failed to cover against Stephen F. Austin, but Stephen F. Austin was kind of this early season wagon when they played them. Now has kind of come back to earth and not really that backable of a team anymore. Chattanooga, inconsistent as all hell. 9-3 and three straight up, but 5-5 five and five against the number overall. 4-1 and one straight up, 1-2 and two ATS on their home hardwood. I love them, but again, they are overvalued in this spot. A couple of key reasons as why we are taking the Blue Raiders. Tempo, my friends. Middle Tennessee, 63rd in the nation compared to Chattanooga's 350th. Chattanooga tries to uh, slow teams down, but they just can't seem to do it this year, especially when a team is ranked that high in tempo. They just get to boat racing them, and the next thing you know, Chattanooga's throwing their hands up in the air, throwing up threes left, right, and center, and doesn't know what the hell's going on. I think that's what we see in this game. If anybody's coughing up the rock, I do not see it being the Blue Raiders either. Uh, defensive side of the ball is where I'm looking for this one because Middle Tennessee is actually really solid inside the top 100 62nd in the nation in defensive turnover percent compared to Chattanooga outside of the top 150 186th uh the offenses are pretty similar so while I'm talking about defensive turnover percent uh, I think the defense is going to be the edge and that's what you're going to see allow middle Tennessee to stay in this game uh, 176th in ADE 130th in opponent effective field goal percentage Chattanooga 191st in ADE 170th opponent effective field goal percent I know they're not huge differences, but we have the advantage with eight and a half points at the start of this game with advantages on that side of the ball. Offense is similar. I think we see an electric game in a game that doesn't finish by more than a bucket, maybe even with Middle Tennessee getting the outright win. But I will take every point that the books are willing to give me. You should too, but if you don't believe me, just believe the trends. Middle Tennessee, 6-0-1. Oh, ATS last seven overall. 4-1 ATS, their last five is a dog. 5-0 oh, ATS, last five on the road. They're also 4-0 oh, ATS, last four following a straight-up win. And 5-0 oh, ATS, last five versus a team with a winning straight-up home record. So they have played excellent, excellent, excellent against good teams on the road. Chattanooga, 1-4 ATS, last five versus a team with a winning straight-up record overall. Uh, so they just have not played up to some of these better uh, low-level opponents, and I looked a little deeper. Wouldn't you know, well, don't you know there are Minnesota, Middle Tennessee. (laughs) None of these teams. (laughs) None of these teams. Middle Tennessee is 4-2 ATS against uh, Old Chattanooga. And four and two straight up, eight straight up in the last six meetings. So four and two straight up, four and two ATS last six meetings with Chattanooga. I think that looms large here today, and we see the Blue Raiders come out with the cover of this eight and a half for my fourth final best college basketball bet of the day. One more to dish out for you here from the college football variety. Keep it rolling, dude. I like this one. I do not have much to add on this one, though. But oh. Middle Tennessee just keeps being undervalued. And, I mean, you already mentioned it. Chattanooga just overvalued. I don't really get it in this spot, yep. honestly. 
I don't either. Uh, I, so there you go. There you have it. Uh, Middle Tennessee been covering this exact same number left, right, and center all year. So there you go. College football. Lone college football matchup of the day. The Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl between the Missouri Tigers. Misery Tigers and the Army Black Knights. We're going to the total. Under 54.5 is my best bet of this bowl game. Army is uh, obviously the way better team, and I think they cover and win it outright. But uh, I think there's a little bit better um, bet here with both teams having a little bit of trouble scoring. A uh, couple of keys. Missouri is missing some major key players. One uh, most notable, Tyler Batty. He averaged over 1,900 scrimmage yards this year, uh, declared for the NFL draft. Pretty much the offense flowed through him left, right, and center. Um, so I'm not saying that uh, they don't have any success on offense, but without the ability to do that and run a lot of their play-action game to get that 66 in the nation passing offense working, I just don't see it here today because Army's 37th in the nation against the pass. I see a lot of three and outs. I see them not being able to get their rushing attack going. I see a lot of long third downs for the Missouri Tigers, but I also see... Uh, Missouri being able to make a couple of stops on the defensive side when we need them to in order to keep this one under. Um, Army is second in the nation in rushing yards, but I looked a little deeper. That's 286.9 per game. Now, Mizzou is 124th, so you look at that, obviously, holy shit. Well, there's a lot of college teams, and that's only 229.3, so it is still better than what Army's averaging, I think. I know they're not the biggest SEC team in the world, but I still think that they can make a couple of key stops when they need to against Army, who at the end of the day, let's face it, they're not any type of conference team whatsoever. But they still have more than enough firepower to probably win this game outright if that's where you're leaning. I think this game ends right around 31-21, maybe a little less. And you say, 31-21, Cole, are you out of your fucking mind? You're taking the under? Well, I didn't say it wasn't going to be sweaty. Um, yeah. Maybe that's a little bit of an overprojection, but uh, it's just kind of... And across the board average, maybe a 28-17, maybe we don't have to sweat as much. But somewhere in that ballpark, I see it being, I wouldn't take it under 52 for sure, but it's been dropping consistently. And if any game's going under, it's going to be a game with a, a, a service academy involved against a team that's going to have trouble scoring offensively. But you don't believe me, you don't believe my goofy-ass thoughts, you don't believe my projections, folks, folks, simply believe the trends. Under is 4-0 in Missouri's last four as a puppy dog, 6-2 in their last eight on grass, 10-4 their last 14 versus a team with a winning record, and how about Army? 4-1 in their last five overall, 4-1 their last five as a favorite, 4-1 their last five following a straight-up win, 20-7 their last 27 neutral site games, and 5-2 their last seven non-conference games is the under for the Army Black Knights. I absolutely love the under here today. I think we're cashing it no problem, no harm, no foul. It is easy money. Uh, might get a little sweaty. Get your big boy pants on. Uh, make sure you got an extra towel for your coyons because they will uh, be nice and hot. I can promise you that. Uh, but this is going to be a fun, easy cash. Hell of a way to close it out for my final uh, best bet of the day on my card. Missouri Tigers against Army Black Knights under 54 and a half. I like it a lot, partner. I haven't locked it in, but I think I'm going to buy, especially by game time, man. And I'm interested in Army, much like you are. I think that's going to be a little sweatier than uh, what you're talking about as far as the under. I I could see it being more 24-17 type stuff. I think you... Uh, uh, maybe you're right as far as 30 to 20. I don't know. Honestly, I do yeah, think maybe this one stays under, much. though. Yeah, maybe it's I too much. I think it stays much. under, though. Yeah. I just... 
of all the Power Five teams that are typically in my wheelhouse, Missouri was just one that like they were well, really bad to start the season. Yeah. I know there were, I had some action on them earlier in the season, and well, I was they honestly had that, like, wait, they finished off and they they went to a bowl game. I honestly didn't even they kind of just flew so far under the radar uh, for me. Well, they had a loss against Central Michigan. Shout out the chips. Um, and and ever since that yeah. loss, it's just like they kind of went back and forth and up and down, and it was just so bizarre. Like you could just never back them, and um, you know they ended up in a bowl game. So obviously they're going to be ready to play. I mean, I know they don't have. Ty- oh, excuse me. I know they don't have Tyler Batty or fucking half their offense, but I, yeah. that's going to stop I mean, them from scoring a boatload. So maybe it's fucking thirty-one to nothing. I don't fucking know. Maybe that's how we see this play out for Army. Maybe yeah. Army barely fucking scores to twenty-one to nothing. I don't know. I don't but know. The, the, I just don't see this game flying over. No way. No question about it. So there you go. There you have it. My five best bets of the day. We'll recap them here shortly. But that does it. Let's keep it steaming on down the tracks, this proverbial podcast train partner, with, uh, what do you say, the third segment of the day? Double special play day. Oh, double special play day comes in the middle of the week with what my partner said. Go ahead, my friend, one more time for those who didn't hear it in the back. The old Wednesday warrior. Oh, yeah, and the Wednesday parlay pop-off because, you know, we never like to uh, leave you guys without some juicy, juicy, juicy tickets to cash. So... Without further ado, uh, Wednesday Warrior, what is that? If you have never seen it before, uh, you're just stumbling upon the TTL pod. You've heard of us one way or another. Well, if you remember the TTL faithful, you're going to have to sit through this for just a second, but it's not that hard, really, because it's what the name says. It's a warrior on Wednesday. Maybe not necessarily Wednesday, uh, sometimes Wednesday. I'll actually pull up the screen here to see if they are a warrior on Wednesday as well, which would be really sick, too. But they are a warrior across the board. Regardless of what <laughs> spots you put them in, underdog, favorite, uh, pick them, whatever you want to say, they end up getting the job done. Now, we have selected a warrior here today that I do believe is going to be extremely valuable once again. They've covered time and time again and got outright win after outright win being extremely, extremely, extremely undervalued. I'm basically just putting a lot of fucking filler words in here for you guys. I can't lie to you. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, so now we're ready to rock and roll. Everything looks good. Oh, baby. Tim. Oh, they're a fucking warrior on Wednesday, Max. Oh, so please, please take it away. Get things started with the matchup between the Youngstown State Warriors and the West Virginia Mountaineers. Who are we taking, sir? We are taking the old Youngstown. Oh, gosh. What is the nickname? Penguins. Yeah, yeah. Penguins. Plus 15 and a half, plus I'm 16. I'm wildin', motherfucker. I'm wildin'. Oh, yeah, that's what, that's what picked it off. I should have known that. Their, uh, their mascot or their logo when they do rock the old penguin is electric, dude. One of my favorites, yeah, honestly. I love it. I love it. Plus 15 and a half, dude. Too many points. I like love West it. Virginia, love but uh, a team that is, uh, I believe they're 10 and 1 straight up. Six and five against the number, not the same in these types of games. Uh, at least taking care of the spread is what I'm saying. I think they're. I don't think you should be concerned as far as West Virginia losing this game outright by any mm-mm, means. But mm-mm, uh, mm-mm. I think the Penguins fly under this, make it closer to a ten point game. Partner, what say you on that? Yes, 150 percent. Youngstown State five and four against the number so far uh, this year. Been a little wheel spinny, but wouldn't you know? On the road, they're four and O ATS because they just keep getting. Oh, undervalued, undervalued, undervalued. They're actually 3-1 and one straight up on the road as well. Played a couple of damn good teams. We have uh, cashed some tickets with them. No question about it. Um, but, hey, I won't waste too much time on that. We love the points here. If you've uh, bet college basketball in any fashion, you got to know about how well Youngstown State has been doing this year. Either way, don't believe me. Don't believe him. 
believe the trends. Penguins, 4-0 ATS last four road games. 4-0 ATS their last four road games as an underdog. 4-1 ATS their last five games as a dog overall. 4-1 ATS their last five games played on Wednesday and the West Virginia Mountaineers. 2-5 ATS last seven following an ATS win let down spot. And 2-5 ATS last seven home games versus a team with a winning road record please give us the youngstown state penguins plus 16 where it's at across the market no big deal we caught it at 15 and a half ain't worried about it whatsoever for the wednesday warrior special play of the day now we'll recap that in here in a minute but you know we gotta give you a little extra juice wednesday parlay pop off we take the wednesday warrior Put it in a parlay with one of my plays, one of Mag's plays, and we call it a pop-off because it is a regular old party in the bet slip once we get it going. So, you know the Youngstown State Penguins. What are we doing for Mag's? Oh, we're going to the matchup between the old Cowboys and the Trees. We're taking his Wyoming Cowboys pick plus one and a half for the second leg on that bad boy. And then we are taking my Liberty Flames, plus two and a half. Absolutely love it. Haven't seen the same movement uh, that we obviously saw from Towson. We would love that, but uh, put it on the same level. Liberty is sick and not an outright fade of you and I, but pretty much on that level. So you parlay all three of those bad boys up. You're getting over five to one odds, almost six to one odds the last time I checked. Just get them parlayed up. Get it put in your bet slip. Get a little half unit, a quarter unit. Be who you can afford to be on today's special plays. Maybe a half a unit on the Penguins like me and partner did. A little half unit, quarter unit on the parlay pop-off. Be who you can afford to be. And then we'll see you at the pay window after these bad boys cash. So there you go. There you have it. All of our special plays of the day. If you missed any of them, maybe one of Mag's picks. That seems uh, like a short time ago. One of my picks or one of the uh, special plays of the day. Not to worry, not to fret. But I do have to ask you to do one thing before uh, we do have the opportunity to do so. I must throw in a uh, few filler words here. Filler words, partner, I'll steal it from you. Not exactly the same as your Towson pick, but on a certain book, I am seeing the old Liberty Flames down to one and a half, sir. Ooh, I loves it. I loves it. I loves it. Okay, uh, doggone it. Sometimes, I tell you what, this wonderful, amazing, beautiful, spectacular software that we get the opportunity to utilize sometimes really just makes me happy inside. So there you go. There you have it. I said nothing but positivity and good vibes coming on this doggone show here today. So I stick with that. And I say to you, my friends, Rip out your sports books, pull out your pens, pencils if you're a mistake-prone human being, and your paper or whatever doggone method you utilize to take stock of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day because as I bring my partner back in the screen, it is time to recap our best bets, our favorite picks, our special plays for this beautiful Wednesday of bets, also known as December the 22nd, 2000. And 21. Please so kindly turn your attention all the way up to the top left part of your screen for our Mags picks. He's got two coming your way, both from the college basketball hardwood. He's taking the Tennessee Volunteers at home, minus two against the Arizona Wildcats, and the Wyoming Cowboys on the road, plus one and a half against the Stanford Trees, one of the Diamond Head Classic matchups. If you turn your attention to the right, 
top right side of your screen. You got my picks. I got five coming at you across the board. Four on the college basketball hardwood and one from the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. The four from the college basketball hardwood. We're taking the Towson Tigers plus two and a half. The Liberty Flames plus two and a half. The St. Thomas Tommies plus two and a half. And the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders plus eight and a half. And in the Missouri versus Army Armed Forces Bowl, we are taking the under 54 and a half total points. If you look right above us, maybe just a little bit above us, maybe do one of these freaking numbers here <laughs> next to us. The Wednesday Warrior right next to me. It is the Youngstown State Penguins. We waddle them all the way to the pay window. Plus 15 and a half, plus 16. Fine with the movement. Or right next to our mags box, the Wednesday parlay pop off. He, we, you, everyone is taking for the three legs the Youngstown State Penguins plus 15 and a half the Wyoming Cowboys plus one and a half for his pick and the Liberty Flames plus two and a half for my pick paying out at almost six to one odds well over five to one odds make sure you get all of our best bets hammered in be who you can afford to be but as per usual before we can meet you at the pay window and fill our sacks full of money we need you too Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed for ticket cashing at whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Ooh, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. There you go, there you have it, my friends. We'll keep it on there uh, just for another minute for our best bets of the day. Anybody wants to take a gander, scrolling through one of our social media, say, oh, shit, I got some extra bets to take a look at. They don't want to pop in, no problem, no harm, no foul. Just remember the name, remember our picks. We'll see you soon one day. Um, more lettering on the uh, page here, partner, on the yes, screen. Moneyline dice roll of the day. The dice go ice cold. Yesterday, 0-2 after a 2-0 start to the week, uh, or 1-0 start to the week. Was it 1-0 or 2-0 on Monday? 2-0, they had the Stars' money line and minus 1.5. Yes, they did. So, okay, uh, still probably positive money, 2-2 two two for the week. Uh, let's bring us back here full in the picture. Let's change this bad boy up to Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. You saw it, E-T-S-U-G-A. What is that? East Tennessee State Buccaneers against the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, this game is uh, played on Georgia's home hardwood. If I yet uh, am not mistaken, that is correct. Um, outside of that, I don't know a whole lot about the game right now, partner. Who's the favorite? Who's the dog? Uh, outside of that, what's this? What's this current total set at? Maybe some uh, underlying things we need to know about that uh, could be of value to us here on this matchup. Alrighty, partner. You mentioned it. It is in Georgia. We've got East Tennessee State Buccaneers at the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia coming in at minus three and a half. So East uh, ETSU with the dog of plus three and a half. Money lines, Georgia minus 176. ETSU plus 146. And the total set at uh, 140 and a half over here on FanDuel. Uh, as far as uh, not seeing any money splits, it looks like 82% of bets are on the Georgia Bulldogs partner, so it's Ooh. got me, uh, I don't know if the dice, hey, we're staying away, but, uh, It's just a night in Atlanta. It just okay. reminds me of okay. Georgia. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. I yeah, couldn't tell no, what it was. Nothing you probably would know. It's one of, <laughs> it's one of, uh, it's one of Scooter's bands. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, Georgia five and six straight up, bottom of the pack uh, of the SEC so far, folks. Three seven and one ATS, 
ETSU, you can cash some tickets on them here and there. Uh, but I think the biggest reason, partner and I, neither, one of us might have had this in our bet slip today, but just a little inconsistent are the Buccaneers. Would you agree on that one, partner? Just a little inconsistent, and uh, so have the Bulldogs, though, at the same exact oh, time. Yeah. So, yeah. like, what I the lean hell towards do ETSU, but just not strong enough, and we will let the dice decide. I'm staying away. I might take their word for whatever they got, but uh, that's all I've got on this one, partner. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, pretty much exactly what you said, man. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know where this game falls, and uh, typically when we have that, we take it to the dice. So, yeah. Georgia Bulldogs still hanging at uh, right around minus three, three and a half. Three and a half. Sticking to three and a half. All right, and then total one more time for me. One forty and a half. Forty. Okay, one forty and a half. So maybe kind of probably should be a shootout. I don't know, judging from what the books think, but. Uh, ETSU has lacked the firepower from time to time, but uh, live on set now are the money line dice, and they will tell us truly if the old uh, ETSU Buccaneers have had, uh, have had their time of being down in the dumps. If it's time to turn around, or maybe that same storyline is the same for the Georgia Bulldogs. I don't know. Neither does Mags, but I'll tell you who does. These money line dice. So first roll of the day, home or away. Are we taking the Bulldogs from Georgia, talking about Atlanta, or the ETSU ARG Buccaneers? Man. We all find out in three, in two, thank you, in one. Home team! Home team Georgia. Georgia, home team. Okay. Roll, first roll of the day. Second roll, as always, Moneyline or ATS, will we be taking? We find out once again in three, in two, in one. Money line, money line. We don't have to get too chalky, not too shabby. Where's it sitting? 140, 150-ish? Uh, 176. Okay, okay, not terrible. So home money line so far, Georgia Bulldogs. All right, all right, all right. Now you know the drill. We still have one more roll, and that's the wild card die of the day. Will we be going to the total? Will the dice double down, or will they say, hey, boys, we need another roll. We messed up. I don't know, but we all soon find out in three and two in one. Home ATS. Okay. All right, dice. Okay. Wow. Thank you, dice. Said what I said at the top of the show. I don't know shit about shit about this game, so thank you, dice. The dice have spoken! If you Want a guaranteed take two tickets to the window. You heard it here. Not me. Not Mags. Guaranteed two tickets to the window from the inanimate, all-knowing, all-powerful, ever-present cubicle objects that be the Moneyline Dice. Hammer in right here, right now, for a full unit. The Georgia Bulldogs on the Moneyline. And for a quarter unit, I will say, the Georgia Bulldogs, minus three and a half. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Okay. Whatever you say there, Dice Aroonies. Uh, that'll do it for the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. That'll do it for the first half of the show as well. There we go. There you have it. Let me take that away. Okay. Now, I'm going to do a little something different than I usually do here. I'm going to get uh, set up here in a different way. So, excuse me. I'm ready to rock and roll for the second half of the show a little bit more uh, efficiently. So, without further ado, partner, let me 
I can do this action. All right. Hey, hey. Nice. We are in business now. All right. My friends, it is time to start the second half of the show. If you missed any of our picks, you missed any of our insights, any of our analysis, anything in between, make sure there's a few different spots you can go and find them at. Number one is the Action Network app. You can find my picks at cash underscore with underscore Colt. You can find Riley's at rmags in all caps. And then you can find the best bets from every single show at Talking the Line. You can download the Chalkboard HQ app, the Chalkboard app on the Apple App Store. And follow them on Twitter at Chalkboard HQ. You can follow our board on there, Talking the Line. And also dive into one of our uh, many channels that we have to uh, chat on there with you. Think Discord, but on steroids but only for sports betting. Come on, hang out with the crew there. Or if you don't want to download any apps, you don't have those apps, whatever the case might be, stop by TalkingTheLine.com, hit the Today's Best Bets tab, TalkingTheLine.com slash Today's Dash Best Dash Bets, and you will be able to see all of our best bets of the day. You can uh, hammer them in right from our website. Uh, you can also see live lines and odds of other games going on right from our website as well, and wouldn't you know, you could bet on those too. So, all of that, check them out. There you go. There you have it. All of the ways to find myself and my partners, Mr. Riley R. Mags Magnuson. Plays of the day. Okay, let's kick things off here, my friends. Second half of the show, 10 minutes after the top of the hour. We're a little windy here today. Hey, here's what it is. That's all right. Uh, maybe we'll just keep it steaming, keep it moving right to the drop of uh, old wise words. Who knows what happens here today, but first things first, partner. Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 188 of the TTL pod on this absolutely beautiful December the 22nd in the year 2021. Okay, dude. I got two things. This one I was not going to bring to our attention, but it just came across, uh, came to my attention just a second ago. They've uh-huh. actually got odds for the old Diamond Head Classic tournament to be, uh, for who's going to be the winner of that damn tournament. Well, they certainly do. Uh, I was telling you about this on the show the other day, wasn't I? Or was this uh, was this maybe off the show? Either way. It might have been off was... the show. Did you mention there was odds on it, though? Yeah, that's what I was telling you about. Yeah. Either well, way, let's rock and roll. Maybe we didn't talk about it It's right in front of my show. face right now. Let's do it. Let's get <laughs> uh, after it. BYU, minus 130. They are the betting favorite to win this damn thing, which I guess is rightfully so. I they, don't know if those odds They got are, Washington uh, State, right? What's that? They, they play uh, South State. Florida. Oh, they no, play. No, no, B- yeah, Boise State and uh, Washington State are playing in non-tournament. Oh, oh, you said BYU earlier on the I? earlier to me BYU and Washington State. Yeah, so it's Boise State. Okay, yeah, BYU. Who are they playing? USF, South Florida, which uh, is okay. like a fifteen-point spread. That's who's the worst yeah, that, odds is uh, USF. <laughs> hey, shout out, shout out the Bulls right here, baby. Hey, shout out the Bulls. Maybe they're the underdog. One hundred and twenty to one. Whew. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's going to be a rough one for them. Um, so BYU, I guess I, I agree with them being the favorite. I don't know about minus one thirty. Mm-hmm. Vandy six hundred plus six hundred. Stanford plus six fifty. I don't like that at all. Our boys that we talked about today have me intrigued, dude. Plus eight fifty for Wyoming Cowboys. Ooh. Plus a thousand for the Liberty Flames. Ooh. And then UNI plus twelve hundred. Hawaii plus four uh, forty three hundred. Not interested in those two, but man, Wyoming and Liberty, man. Locks at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Give me a little sprinkle on Wyoming and Liberty, I think. Yeah, man, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on both these damn teams. I'm definitely not laying any wood on uh, on BYU there. 
No, here's my rationale. Yeah, yeah. Not with the odds. There's no reason to lay the wood with BYU. They're just the brand name of this entire tournament. You talked about it in your analysis. Stanford sucks. There ain't no reason for us to try that at plus 650. Vandy, eh, a couple of decent wins, but nothing a team that you need to back at 600. Wyoming, we talked about it in your play. They're a fucking solid-ass team. Liberty talked about it in my play. They're a solid-ass team. They're projected to beat the pants off of Northern Iowa today, who's only... Plus 200 more of favorite, plus 1,000, plus 1,200. Uh, I definitely love the plus 1,000. You're giving me 10 to 1 odds or 100 to 1 odds. Is that what? No, yeah, that's uh, uh, 10 to 1 odds. 10 yeah. to 1 odds, yeah, uh, with the Liberty Flames. Dude, hell yeah, I absolutely love it. And, yeah, Hawaii and South Florida really not it. Hawaii is not the football team. I will no. tell you guys that they are worthy of the plus 4,300, even though this is the Diamond Head Classic in Hawaii. But Yeah, yeah. Who the hell are they? Uh, well, honestly, I, I think – Wyoming and Liberty should be closer to like plus 400 plus 500 instead of where they are right now so that's why I might sprinkle on it dude yeah I'm 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 most likely gonna sprinkle on those bad boys we'll see uh we'll see what we end up doing we got till 2 p.m central standard time so we'll uh make sure we get a little bit of action in on that I'm gonna eh, we'll see maybe I'll hammer it in while we're still talking what else you got dude all right, dude, side away from sports gambling. Oh. I know we're talking, uh, we've got our Christmas Spectacular tomorrow, uh-huh. and we will most certainly have plenty to talk about as far as that is concerned. Uh-huh. But to get us, to ease us into that with one little sprinkle here today, oh, my friend. Okay, okay. I've been saving it because I could have gone to the dirt with you on uh, the old Bird app a couple of times now over the last couple Whoa. of weeks. As far Whoa. as uh, some last Christmas movie. Last couple weeks? What? Yeah, as far as some Christmas movie talk, oh, my friend. We do oh, not agree as far get as the, the fuck best no. Christmas movie is no. concerned, my Don't, friend. D- you're, you're damn right, and everybody's opinion but mine, and anyone who agrees with me is wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. Please continue, and I'll, 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 I'll rest my case. I'll rest my case. There is no argument. A judge in the court of law would rest his on my oh, side, but go right oh. ahead. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. My 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 personal favorite, and I think is uh, easily the best, and it's one of my favorite movies, regardless of it's a Christmas movie. Is Christmas Vacation, my friend. It is still good. Just still it's great. A damn good movie. I think it, it reminds you. I think it reminds you maybe of your family. Maybe no. All loading no. up in the all loading no. up in the the caravan going and, no. and having a good no. Not at all. Okay. No. No. Well, Christmas vacation, dude. It is pound for pound. It is an actual. It's one of my favorite comedy movies. I guess movies. you ain't got any sisters, so that doesn't fucking make any sense. Right. <laughs> Top ten. One of my favorite comedy movies. You. I know one of your arguments. What your it's argument is. It's great. But well, don't uh, you and it's a fair my, argument. Don't it's did. a fair argument. I won't even say it. But uh, you can't do that for Christmas vacation because it's an R-rated movie. Or if it's not R-rated, it's you know. Uh, on the brink of PG-13 R-rated, so. Oh, you are kidding me. You're kidding me. Hey, you, you, you want to talk about R-rated. They, oh, the best movie of all times, except I didn't say fudge. I said the F dash 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 hey, word. Does he say it? Oh, yes, baby. He puts it right in there, gets his mouth washed out with soap. You don't know what I'm talking about. A Christmas story. The best holiday Christmas movie of all times. I will accept any debates, but they will quickly get smashed to the floor. Christmas Vacation, solid movie, very funny movie, great Great times, absolutely love it. Let's go and uh, have some laughs. But if you want the laughs of the last that last through all time, stop by. A Christmas vac uh, Christmas vacation. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that'll fucking up my own uh, a Christmas story. Damn it! Now, 
my one thing here, you don't become the best Christmas movie of all time without having a 24-hour marathon. Now, you might say, oh, well, Christmas Vacation, man, it, it's R-rated. You can't put it on. There's plenty of channels you could have uh, that one hour and 45-minute movie run, but one channel, TBS, shout out, 24 straight hours of a single movie. There's no other argument. It has to be the greatest of, the, of all time. It is the GOAT. Sons of bumpuses! I mean, all day long, it is the best. I will sit in my jammies all Saturday long, and I will proceed to watch nothing but the Christmas story. You watch it for 12 straight hours? Hey, I don't watch the entire thing all the way through. <laughs> I catch a piece here, catch a piece here. Okay, okay, I okay, dive okay. deep in. Oh, shit, right. there it is. Maybe if I say, oh, shit, maybe the afternoon I'll throw the whole doggone movie in because sometimes, ah, I already watched this part. 24-hour marathon for a movie, point blank period. That's the GOAT. No, no other Christmas movie has it. I love Miracle on 34th Street as much as the next guy. I think it's another Red Banner Day for the Baileys. As much as the next fellow. I love It's a Wonderful Life, one of my favorites of all time. I love Christmas Vacation. I love some of the new ones. I love some of the Tim Allen ones, the Santa Clauses, the Christmas with the Cranks. There's so many damn good ones out there, I can't even begin to tell you how many favorite Christmas movies I have. But what I can tell you, no one tops the goat of them all, the 24-hour marathon spectacular of the Christmas Oh, fragile! It must be Italian. <laughs> You know how many people say that and don't even know where that comes from? It is yeah. the goat of Christmas movies. Period. I respect I the opinion, case. man. <laughs> I, I I don't want to disrespect that movie because I do love that it's movie. So I good. do like that movie. I wish it wasn't a 24-hour marathon, man, because it's honestly like it's kind of – I don't want to say I've gotten sick of it because I, I, I no. can still watch it, like you said, as far as no. bits and pieces, but like – I don't go out of my way to watch it anymore, man. It's oh, just, I it's do. Twenty-four hour marathon, man. Oh. That's too much for me. They ain't stopped it. It's the twenty-first century, man. And fucking all the things cable could do, and they're still pumping it out. I know. Baby. I remember when they first did that, and it was like, oh, interesting. And it was like that, and then after the fifth time at my family's Christmas, it was like, hey, can we turn anything else on? Literally anything else? My, I like my. The mothers oh, were like, turn on football for all I care. I don't care. Get this <laughs> thing off my screen at this point. Oh, it's the best movie on the planet. Uh, I'll take um, it to my Elf. grave. I'll take Elf it to my grave. Elf is also up there for me. That's up there you for me. You sit on the throne of lies. <laughs> uh, Home Alone, of course. Oh, absolutely. Damn, you can't ever forget about some Home Alone. I'm just okay, the guy who honest likes... Honest opinion. Like, okay, Home Alone 2. Like, the whole fucking... Uh, you, you still big fan? Still oh, big... yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Austin, I... New York, dude. Oh, yeah. I One guess so. I guess so. Good ones. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I can't okay. hate on it. I just love the no. OG. The OG's terrific. That's fair. Absolutely terrific. They get, you that see now a... they got the uh, Capital One commercials or whatever the fuck it is with uh, the mom and Kevin Hart, and she's like yeah. running around the mall. Kevin! Yeah. Kevin! It's... Yeah. Well, here we go. Ringing yeah. true through history. It's a holiday tradition, says Kevin Hart. Fucking... Oh. The only knock on Home Alone 2 that I uh, kind of agree with, but it's still I still love the movie, is like, how do you possibly lose your child a second time like that? How do you possibly do it? Well, you, you put a mistake. leash on that damn kid yeah. after the first time, dude. Yeah, you might be just a mistake-prone family. What are you, yeah, you going to do? And in the middle of New York, I mean, could you imagine losing a kid? <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, hey, obviously there's Credit Amber card. Alerts. Yeah, You there's, got it. 
There's, fucking, there's Amber Alerts all the time. There's shit, so obviously it's not a funny matter. But in this option it, or, or, or platform, it is a funny matter. How, how the fuck in 2021 could you imagine losing your kid, like, just on something, a level like that? Or well, or you get to the airport, like, not to all mention, the fucking COVID restrictions, all the shit. Could you yeah, imagine just yeah, fucking forgetting your child at home? Well, not to mention the first time around, it wasn't like you just lost him. You lost him, and there was like straight up criminals trying to harm your child, like and kidnap him, do whatever the hell, and you're just you know treating him like that never happened. I mean, who come is on. Uh, who's that actor? Um, Joe Pesci, the short Joe one? Pesci, Joe Pesci. Yeah. yeah, yeah, plays in all types of gang movies. I can't remember <laughs> what uh, what gang movie I saw the other day. Oh, we got uh, we got some good comments. Oh, let's go. We got uh, Kim Jones. Shout out. Uh, she said it's a wonderful life. Is the favorite one. Shout out, Ma. Love you. Wonderful Appreciate life. you tuning nice. in. Uh, Ted Mouse, our guy. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, once again, I already told you guys once. I'll tell you guys again. Download the Chalkboard app on the Apple App Store. Don't you fucking ask about that Google Play Store. It's coming. I promise it's coming. Don't you fucking ask about it, though. The DMs are full. Uh, and also uh, follow them on Twitter, the uh, Chalkboard HQ app. Uh, where were we at, partner? What 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 the hell were we doing? Uh, kind of wrapping up Christmas movie talk. I mean, I, I don't know about you, man, but I'm uh, late getting into the Christmas spirit. It's like the 22nd already. Dude, I, I think it's because I probably, like... Do any, if you know any, little shopping that I do, not at, you know, the mall or anything like that to where I don't get that type of Christmassy feel. And I don't feel like the stores around my neighborhood are really, whether it's restaurants or whatever, it didn't really go all that all out this year. I don't yeah. know, dude. Man, maybe because uh, we didn't and I were like, Christmas last year. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we were like trying to force ourselves like, oh, we got to get in the spirit and watch a movie. And then we were browsing through like, man, these options, like there's two that I want to watch and like I, I kind of want to watch them on Christmas. Like I don't, yeah, don't want to I mean, just watch a movie because it's a Christmas movie. I want to watch a good movie. I'll admit I am a single bachelor with a one-bedroom, one-bedroom, a one-bedroom, a one-bathroom condo with a cat and uh, I full-out decorated my apartment for Christmas. Hey, I, I, I can't hate that. I, I went all out. I got the fucking Noel candles on the fucking kitchen table. I got the little Santa Claus sitting on the fucking, uh, on the doggone coffee table. Got a couple candles over there. Got the stockings hung above the whatever, the whatever, with care, with care. <laughs> Absolutely. I got the snowman in front of the TV. Ah, shit, the whole balcony. Y'all been seeing it. If you follow me on Twitter, Balcony Pets, go. I got the fucking lights all over the balcony. I'm a festive guy, dude. I'm a festive guy. I love this time of the year, but it did, at the same time, like I've just been having them up, and like I just enjoy it. But also at the same time, it doesn't really like. You're right. It doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's no that snow time in of the year. Windy City either. Yeah. It was like, it's a record for. I think that yesterday was uh, broke a record for no measurable snowfall in this area, man. So. Yeah, dude. Because we were talking about it before. Fucking what? End of November, we usually get absolutely blasted. Yeah. Like third or fourth weekend in November, once. we get blasted, and then or it usually. Negative 10 degree day yeah, or something. Yeah, right. And then it usually falls off. We're good for like the first few weeks of December. And then we just absolutely get drilled from like literally probably about the, the 15th. I say the 10th or the 15th all the way through the end of the year, man. Like, and then all the way through freaking January. And then it stops yeah. for a little while. And then into February. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's still snowing in February. Like, I hope it's not fucking snowing in May this year, dude. Like, what, what are we talking about? May snow or April snow showers bring May fucking <laughs> vegetables. Snow like, flowers, yeah, well, I don't know what that, are there inner snow flowers. I don't know if there's any flowers that grow in snow. I don't know what's going on. Um, shout out Young Scooter, um, fan of the show, friend of the show. Um, he's uh, he is a um, 
his real his real life. <laughs> he teaches environmental science, and he did, dude. He did, we were talking about global warming and all that shit. Oh yeah, not to get all, all that on that track and all that shit, but it's fucking weird, dude. Like I don't I don't understand it. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know shit about shit, dude. I I don't. I have no fucking clue, so I can't speak yeah, educated. No. But what I do know is that our Earth is fucking like this perfectly balanced, and if one little like that molecule is off of any of the gases or anything that we know about, we're fucked. We're done. It's over with. I have no idea. I know there's a fucking hole in the red zone or green zone or ozone, whatever the fuck Mike McCarthy wants to say. I know it's somewhere out there, but I don't know what's going on. What I do know is also why the hell is it so warm? Not that it's that warm, but warmer than usual in damn Windy yeah, City man. right now. I don't understand it. And it just keeps know. getting warmer and warmer. Warmer and warmer by the day. Yeah, but I don't know. Anyways, who the hell am I? There's another rabbit hole <laughs> we're for not you. Weathermen. We're, we're not we're weathermen. Scientists. We don't know we didn't shit go to school about for shit. this shit. I hell no. I went to to doggone school to be an entrepreneur. I barely can doggone spell the word, but I know what an entrepreneur is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Goodness fucking oh, gracious. These get degrees. We got through that bad boy. Um, outside of that, I yeah. 25 minutes after the top of the hour, there's nothing major. Uh, Nothing major going on in the front. Got a little update. Nah, not even really a little update there. Um, let me glance the bird app real quick, see if we got anything good. How about good. this uh, little 11 minutes left in Hartford and Sacred Heart? What's Any, the... Uh, did you, uh, I was thinking uh, about getting involved, but I just decided Hartford not to. Hartford up 52-50, to 50, nine and a half left now. Hartford's up. They were the dogs. Let's see if I can get a better update on that score. Oh no! I'm sorry. They were uh, six point six point dogs. Yeah, they were six point dogs. Yeah, that's what I said. They were the dogs. Duh! They were six point dogs. I think they're like one in ten. Not that Sacred Heart is worth a damn at all. Yeah. See, this is why I need to get this freaking college mid major college basketball uh, blog. Sorry to tease you guys on that on, on Monday. <laughs> I, I've been working on it. I'm trying to figure out. I might do it here over Christmas break. Some stuff. I I don't know exactly what I'm gonna do. I want to approach it from like a like a a betting value value standpoint, but also why yeah. I see the value in it, why like also key stats and trends, maybe breaking down some teams. I don't want to like bore you guys with a million and one, but I, I'm thinking kind of breaking stuff down, but I also want to at the same time, like maybe a little daily deal. I don't know exactly what I'm doing. Shit's working. I'm typing. I'm writing. I promise you I'm working on some shit. I just... It's forming as I'm doing it. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, I honestly can't tell you. I know something's coming soon, soon, rather than later. But I don't know. The mid-major kings, uh, he ain't having writer's block. He just don't know how he wants to present it to you. So <laughs> lots of, hey, actually, this is how I started. I said, heavy is the head that wears the crown of the CBB <laughs> mid-major king with all the knowledge and insights that are jam-packed into it. So, hey, give me give me a little time to figure out how to get all of those fucking out of my ears and onto a page, and then we'll send them your direction via talkingtheline.com. Uh, follow our blogs, shout out, subscribe to not only my blog, but our Meg's blog, Hell of a Writer 2, if I do say so myself. Kills it in the prop markets, whatever else he decides to write about. Um, you can subscribe right on our homepage or from one of our uh, blog pages. Just go to talkingtheline.com. You'll see it right there. Subscribe to our blogs. Drop in uh, your email. We will never send you spam. It's only uh, our blogs, whatever we have, straight to your email inbox so you never have to search for them. If you want to, go right ahead. But I'm just telling you uh, things to make your fucking life easier, not mine. I, who, who am I, man? I am but a humble messenger. 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 <laughs> messenger. Messenger. There you go. A messenger. Okay. 
there we go. There we have it. Uh, everything on that front. Uh, wise words. Drops in but 32 short minutes from now. Season 2, episode number 5. Uh, last week, actually, shout out Ted Mouse. Uh, was in the chat. Sure he's still around. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Either way, shout out. He was episode four. If you haven't checked him out, go check him out. Uh, up and coming in the industry, and he's going to be here for a while. So I suggest you Mutafukas get uh, familiar with the name because I think Chalkboard is going to be one of the next big things in the market. We've seen other people try to do similar things, but I definitely think that they are going to differentiate and continue to grow while everybody else remains stagnant. So shout out our boy Ted. Go check that one out. Talked about Chalkboard and a lot of other stuff in between. Even maybe uh, being a young entrepreneur. Maybe some advice on that at the end as well. Check it out. But today we have an absolute legend in the uh, sports gambling industry. Been in it for a better part of a decade. Uh, sports media industry one way or another. Got out. Went into the financial world. Came back in. Now pretty firmly planted uh, sports gaming. Uh, he had a, a another gig for a while. That's probably well you recognize him with. And if you say like, damn, he fell off the face of the map. Why haven't I seen him for so long? Maybe you didn't follow him on Instagram or Twitter, whatever. He's with a new company now, and we talked about that too. So you'll be able to check that out. Uh, loads of insights, analysis. And I was telling Mags before the show, I said, man, I went back watching it yesterday, editing it, going through. And I just love that we have provided these people, uh, not even these people, like just these legends yeah. <laughs> who we just respect the hell out of in the industry, a platform to come and hang out and talk and be real versions of us. And it, and it totally reflects in, in the work and the content we put out. And I just absolutely love it. I, I love it so much. I can't wait till you guys have the opportunity to watch this one because it's just, it's another banging episode and yeah. we're just going to keep it moving. We're kind of uh, trying to figure out exactly what we're going to do for next week's show with the holidays and shit it's it's hard to get a hold of people and get shit popping so we might have a week or two off with obviously new year's and christmas and then or fucking uh, christmas eve and christmas day yeah. and then new year's eve and new year's day you knew what i was trying to say but yeah. wanted to make sure we were on the same page uh so that that'll drop today uh still now but 30 short minutes from now uh right on our youtube channel first talking the line sports media partner we must be uh getting in some algorithm somewhere dude because i had somebody uh, I said, yo, what, what, what are you doing? Uh, let me check out the YouTube. And I was like, oh, just type in Talking the Line Sports Media. Popped up right away. Bang, right away, huh? uh, Search, so none of that all. We got to scroll through some shit. So I don't know. We may be doing something right. We may be just doing something wrong. I don't who's know who say? am I, who's to say. Uh, so, yeah, check us out. Follow us there. It'll drop right on our YouTube channel. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you don't miss the drop of any content or a live show. Then it'll be out on podcast directories after uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Wherever else it gets distributed to, I don't know. There's so many doggone podcast directories out there. If you're a weird person, just listen to podcasts on random shit. Not that you're weird. Not not that you're weird at all, but I don't go out of my way to like listen to I, I, I don't even know what the hell some of these are called. I've seen them. I've seen them on the doggone like on, podcast directories. Yeah, I've like seen them on yeah, yeah, I've seen on the apps. And I'm just like, well, I am so apparently somebody uses this doggone yeah. thing. We get distributed out there. So there you go. If you listen there, shout out, appreciate you. Uh you can find all of our content, everything in between. Queen. Speaking of that, talkingtheline.com or in the link tree in this episode's description. Outside of this, before I uh, dish out some motivation minutes, get us all uh, juiced up to get through the rest of this Wednesday. Partner, anything else from your side of the box? Any uh, late breaking news, updates, uh, announcements, anything? What say you? Nothing crazy, dude. Uh, Rob Sala coached the Jets, tested positive for COVID ahead of their game this weekend. 
John Harbaugh describes Lamar Jackson as wait and see, quote unquote, oh, and day to day. Um, I could be wrong. I do believe they. I mean, I know they need uh, to kind of win out to definitely get in the playoffs. But I mean, yeah. so they obviously. Got, I I can't think if they've got a divisional matchup this weekend or not. Though I know two of their three are, if not all three. But mm. nonetheless, Kevin Spansky back in the building, and uh, that appears to be just about it. So, like I said, nothing crazy, dude. Could you imagine if um, the Ravens didn't go for it in back-to-back weeks here? Like if they actually uh, just kicked the field goal and maybe, I mean, maybe they'd be in such a different situation, not have to win out, not having to depend on Tyler Huntley to get them there. They could be like sitting yeah, on Huntley and like, not not saying that Huntley isn't fucking great. I think he's a solid ass quarterback. I can't believe they found yeah. Lamar 2.0. I mentioned that to you before, but yeah. um, I, I, even on the show, I think, but I, I, man, it just sucks for them and Ravens fans. I know we got uh, some fans of the show that are Ravens fans and who. Chad, well, I it's think it's going to be a finish for you. Yeah. I think if they could have had that one against the Steelers back, because they had, it was, uh, there was a game in between the two. They had the Browns game in between where Tyler Huntley had to drag him back t- for that cover in, in between the one with the with the Steelers. I think if they had that one back, because, I mean, you mentioned it perfectly as far as wanting to go for two to get out of there with a the win ahead of that huge game against the Browns. I ended up losing that game against the Browns. If they could go, if they could go back and, uh, redo that Steelers one. I think they do that one again and kick and oh, go to man. overtime with the Steelers there. 100%. And uh, whatever happened to the numb nuts that was getting fucking tattoos every week? They were winning in wild fashion. Now he's just got a whole leg full of fucking dumbass tattoos that's going to be a playoff potential missing season. Like, like what happened to this. that fella? You didn't see that guy? It was like, oh, fuck, dude. He was getting tattoos all down his leg for every, like, Ravens? The, the, yeah, yeah, the Lions fucking hmm. Justin Tucker 63-yarder bounce off the pole bullshit. That one, uh, it was like the first four weeks they just were. Like he then, was tattooing the box scores on his? Or the yeah, scores with on his like, like, yeah, with like some fucking type of, like, uh, what, the, the goalpost one against the, the Lions. Was, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, uh, no, 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 Sam. Sorry. Sorry. So it was the score of the game with the team they played and then some type of em- emblem like as far as the field goal post was the fucking Lions okay. one with the fucking football bouncing over or something random that signified how goofy the Baltimore Ravens won that game. If they miss the playoffs is what I'm saying. I got to find that fucking guy again. Everybody's going to put him on fucking blast, dude. He's got a whole leg full of Baltimore Ravens tattoos. So I, I mean, I can't remember what his damn ad is, but he was. It was early on in the season. I haven't seen him for so huh. long, and it just like popped into my head these last two weeks. I'm like, damn, I bet you if those sons of bitches would have got it in on these last two point conversions against Green Bay and Cleveland, I bet you we would have seen him resurface on some ball. Oh, the Ravens are going to the playoffs with Tyler Huntley, and we just haven't seen it. So I got, I got to find huh. him again. But yeah, he, it was literally like his entire. Um, Oh, I see it, I see it, I see it. There you go, yeah. He was, I found uh, it. He just kept getting them every week, and then, like, I think he switched to the other side. I don't know. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but if they missed the playoffs, like, he just has a bunch of dumbass tattoos for no reason. Like, if they don't even win the fucking division, like, they're, it's looking like they're not going to win the division, Mags. This guy... This guy's right. just got a bunch of fucking tattoos, and they. So he's at yeah. No yeah, disrespect. There you go. As they, far as tattoos yeah, are concerned, there you go. It was it, their first two wins: the plus one sixty-two against the Chiefs, just September 29th, twenty twenty-one. The score seen. of the game, and then a, an upright with Tucker sixty-six yards. So and so it's like has he what continued is, this? His profile. Okay, so I'm gonna see what's yeah. His see profile. What's up. That's that's what you got to be looking at. Like, has he done any more additional tattoos, or is this still just a <laughs> a nothing? I don't know. His Does bio is Tattoo map? Guys. His, his bio is Tattoo Guy, Ravens 8 and 5. 
Um, uh, well, I hope they don't fucking miss the playoffs, John. Or you got a, just a bunch of dumb tattoos on your thigh for no reason. No oh reason. Boy. Like, I have tattoos. I, I, I'm not <laughs> against them. I love tattoos. He's got what one. He's doing? got one. I don't know which game it was, but it says Ravens 16, refs 10. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, he's oh still going, man. Boy. He's he is still, still going. going. So he's going through the whole Ravens 16, refs 10. That is, uh, that's interesting. Okay. So, well, like, why this, why this season, though? That's uh, kind of what we're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why out of nowhere, especially after you lose freaking J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Like, you still have this unrational well maybe that is the unrational belief that you're th- okay this is a fucking crazy season i gotta get a tattoo to remember this shit now they're gonna miss the playoffs and it doesn't matter it was just a crazy season crazy yeah. season to go with a crazy tattoo guy there you go fuck <laughs> i don't know man i don't know man i i'm glad uh i'm glad you're privy to it now because yeah. uh because yeah i uh oh uh closing- <laughs> he got himself a jersey tattoo guy on the back he got himself a jersey oh i love it I love it. Um, I love the confidence, man. Hey, I hey, I do too. Um, like, what's the plan after this? What what's the plan after the season? That's uh, like, yeah, is this a one off? I don't know, man. Let's get out of here. Uh, there's one final little bit. I couldn't tweet about it yesterday before I dish out some motivation minutes. Couldn't tweet about it yesterday. Go Pacers! That was a whole fucking thing <laughs> on yesterday's show, right? So. Dude, got to talk about something real quick, okay? Uh-huh. So usually when I can put out, I can I can clip some shit up, and I can put it out, and I'm not going to say how I will. If you're fucking in the content creation world, you know how to fucking do it, but fuck you uh, if you're not. So, <laughs> <laughs> so how I usually clip shit up, I go to fucking do it, bro, because I find I find the fucking I find the clip. I found it. Yep. I could. I was yep. looking forever. We were both looking forever during right. the show. I found it. It was from the thirty for thirty winning time. The Reggie Miller thirty for thirty. Reggie Miller versus the New York Knicks. It's at fifty five <laughs> minutes. Started at fucking fifty five minutes. Go to that motherfucker and started at fifty five minutes, and you will not have to wait but twenty seconds, and you will see big old bald head. With a big old fucking Pacers logo. <laughs> I shaved my head and painted it. <laughs> and we were fucking dying. We were fucking dying the entire time, dude. Worth the so, price of admission. So I go, because I'm like, all right, I got motherfuckers got to see this. Motherfuckers got to laugh, too. So <laughs> I go to clip it up and said worldwide leader who uh-huh. puts out said 30 for 30. Right has something with their application, let's oh, say, boy. that you can't even do shit on the, like, I lost my mind. I lost got my mind. I said, down, huh? I said, the worldwide leaders got walls on walls on walls. The worldwide leader don't want you doing nothing. They say, you out your damn mind. You think you're doing this? I said, fuck, I was just going to give you a little credit. I just wanted to laugh, though. <laughs> fuck, what the hell? But, yeah, you were watching 55 minutes in winning time. Uh, the Reggie Miller versus the New York Knicks, 30 for 30. But there you go. There you have it. We absolutely lost our shit on yesterday's show, and I found it. wanted to tell you guys I found it. If you want to laugh, too, there you go. I might uh, just watch that damn documentary. Dude, it's great. It's a good one. I was right in the uh, hot streak of thirty. I mean, they've always when they been were good, but that out. was a nice. Yeah. That was a real nice hot streak of thirty. That 30 was like that the Bo Nose time. Like, dude, they, back when Bo Nose dropped in high school, bro, I would watch that shit like twice a week, dude. I love that one. The so Fab much. Five one. Fab the, Five uh, one was sick. Um, 
why am I blanking? Jimmy V. Um, oh, uh, Surviving in Advance. Yes, Surviving in Advance. That's one of my favorite ones, dude. Yeah. Just because I love Jimmy V in general, but fuck, yeah. that's one of my but favorites. But also one of the craziest runs in sports history Ooh, for an underdog no team, kidding, too, man. No kidding. Look here, another rabbit hole. You know what? You never cut off good conversation. 30, you never cut off good conversation, Riley. One thing I've learned in this doggone business is that if you got good conversation going, chances are other people are enjoying that good conversation. Don't cut the shit off. So, another rabbit hole, 30 for 30s. I love them too, dude. I absolutely love them. All right. I, I got, like, every time, like, it takes a lot for me because it's like, I don't know. It takes a lot of my time to watch an hour, an hour and a half documentary. But when, you, especially when I keep thinking about him, keep thinking about him, by the fourth, fifth day, I'm like, all right, I got to sit down it. and watch at least gotta one watch year. Got to watch it. Got to watch it. All right. There you go. There you have it. Uh, we talked about a few daily leans in between there. You maybe see some other stuff uh, pop up. We won't waste any time on that today. 41 minutes after the hour. Got to give you some time to wash up. Hit the uh, the facilities before uh, you come back for season two, episode number five of the Wise Words Pod here on youtube so that does it our mag sidebar all the second half of the show well almost all the second half of the show we got one final part uh my motivation minutes now short and sweet for you here today you kind of uh mentioned something in relation to it partner and um i guess kind of it kind of got me thinking a little bit more on it but you mentioned going out this time of the year and, oh, doing some late Christmas shopping or, or whatever the case might be and how chaotic that can be, right? Like, we hear – and even I heard some announcers the other day watching a low major college basketball game. No, Nobody's on the spectrum of broadcasters, yeah. right? And they're like, oh, such a busy time of year. It's just so chaotic. Ah, da, 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 da. Like, just going on. And it just made me think, like, does it have to be? Like – is it that way? It's all right. You're all good. It's all good, dude. Uh, does it have to be is it really that way? Like, honestly, at the end of the day, no. At the end of the day, you control all of that. At the end of the day, the more and more people I saw talk about it, it just played into shit that I've talked about in the past of it's just the crowd. It's literally just the crowd. And for some reason, similar to gambling, it's so funny how people – will play into the same traps over and over again, almost just to bitch about the fact that they fell into those traps over and over again, instead of just fixing that and becoming a winning better. And I guess what I'm trying to tell you guys today and the message I want to send is take care of your mind, especially this time of the year. It, it is so easy to get all wrapped up in that nonsense, and before you know it, you're in line at fucking Target going, oh, what a fucking busy time of the year. And you're just paying, playing into it too. Fuck that. I told you at the top of this show, and here we go bringing it full circle, that there is nothing but positivity, good vibes, love, happy energy coming out of this show today, and forever for that matter. However, it's going to be with everything that we do. No matter what content you see for the next few days, there's nothing negative coming from the crew because it's so easy this time of the year for it to happen one way or another. And... What do I mean by taking care of your mind during this time of the year? Slow down. Just slow down and be conscious of those things. That's how easy it is. It's how easy it is to make this not a busy time of the year and not so chaotic 
If everybody wasn't lost in their phone and their list and their thoughts and their holy fucking shit, I got to get to the Smiths and then the Johnsons and the Joneses and the, the, the Archibalds and who the fuck knows how many fucking families and houses and shit you got to stop by before you fucking know it. You're into next week in your brain. And you didn't even take time to enjoy the few days that are supposed to be great, are supposed to be filled with love, are supposed to be filled with goodness. And I could have saved this for yesterday, the Christmas Spectacular, but I think it's it's important we get it out now because I can already see it. I've already heard it. I've already, as I said, weeks ago, I was already hearing broadcasters talk about it. And it's like, let me change that. So take care of your minds, my friends. Take some time to slow down. Take some time to watch your minds. If you're playing into that shit, say, whoa, whoa, hey, ho, hey, Cole, what the fuck you doing, dude? We're changing it this time. Whoa, 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 Max, what the fuck? Hold on a minute. In traffic, pissed off as a motherfucker. Fuck you doing? Come on. In the store, mad as a son of a bitch because old mom with fucking four kids and a cart full of shit just cut in front of you and you know you're going to have to sit there for a while. So what, motherfucker? Lean back. Relax. Take a deep breath. Oh, no. You're not going to be home five minutes earlier than you were before? <laughs> Shit. Your life might be over. I don't know. That's all I got for today, my friends. I'm no schwamen. I'm no swarmy. I'm no genius. I don't know shit about shit at the end of the day. But what I do know is some things I used to do in my life that I didn't even realize I did. But I did. And it made me much lesser of a human being. And I'm man enough to admit that. And I'm also man enough to admit that I apply this th same exact thing day in and day out. And I get up two hours at this point before I need to in order to keep this thing straight. Because it's easy for it to fall off the shoulders. So easy for it to fall off the shoulders, my friends. And here I am, Colts Motivation Minutes, admitting that to you. So we're all human. Take some time to slow down. Stop being so busy. Stop being so chaotic. Let's enjoy the holiday season. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I love it, my man. Fantastic stuff. I, uh, yeah, I was having, I was honestly, maybe not the full season, but as far as like going out into a crowd this past Sunday, had to go out uh, Sunday morning and do a couple things. And it was like, damn, Sunday here in Chicago. Oh, oh my God. And then I get there, I'm like, all right, this really wasn't, I, I, I was overreacting like crazy. We get in. Two stores, hour and a half total, that's it. I'm home watching football, missed a quarter of football. And I'm like, wow, I thought I was, I thought this yes, was about to be the worst thing me. I've done in 2021. And it was nothing, dude. Um, yeah. And also, know. like, if you do go to, or if you are in a spot that is that, and like you said, it's not chaos. It's, it's your perception of chaos. And if it is that crazy, take stock of it and you know, you don't have to shop for 100 gifts the 22nd of December next time around. You don't have to do that. Ooh, that was your doing. Look at Mags dropping a which, fucking truth which, bomb that a lot of people can't fucking handle this time of the year yeah, either. I need to. I mean, I can handle it. I need to take that advice take myself. Take stock yourself, but look at you. Part, look but, at you. Uh, you know, as far as I said, it wasn't as crazy as I was expecting it to be anyway. So. Hey, either way, take stock of the situation. And maybe not everybody else is the problem. Maybe you're the problem. What do I know? What does Mags know? What do any of us know? But that is it for my motivation minutes of the day. All right, 47 minutes after the top of the 11 o'clock hour. Season 2, episode number 5 of the Wise Words podcast drops in but 13 short minutes from now. I hope you've already hit the subscribe button and notification bell so you can be ready to rock and roll as soon as that bad boy goes live. But for now, 
That is today's episode of the DTL pod. It's time to send you fine folks on about your day. The only way we know how got a little windy today. No problem. No harm. No foul. Hey, always take the over. If you decide to stop by here, you don't know what rabbit hole we're going to dive into. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers for and what? from myself and Max. I crack myself up sometimes. Thank you so much for stopping by episode number 188 of the TTL pod. From the bottom of our hearts, for all of your following, all of your support, your likes, your comments, your shares, your visits, anything I'm leaving out, everything you guys do, we see it. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, coming up on just about a year here of TTL's existence, and it would not be because of you guys. We got some stuff planned for that. We'll have uh, some fun stuff coming around the corner. But thank you guys, seriously, from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans. Make sure you get all of today's best bets of the day locked in from me and Buddy Guy over there so you can say right alongside with us at the end of every single show. Let's cash some tickets. <laughs>